Gascast, a Bristol Rovers fans podcast. Hello, Gasheads, and welcome to the final Gascast build-up of the season. I'm pleased to say I was joined by Joe from Dern FM's Red All Over radio show earlier, and we had a great chat about what things are looking like at the top of the table, which is not something we've been looking at very much this season. So without further ado, enjoy. So, Joe, thanks for joining me. Um, let's start with the obvious question. Are you getting nervous? Very nervous. Uh, obviously, it's a huge weekend. Um, huge night tonight, to be fair, with the with the game against Peterborough between Portsmouth and Peterborough. Um, but yes, uh, shaking in my boots, just hopeful that we can get it done, get over the line, and uh, fingers crossed, if he can just let us have a 1-0 win, that'd be lovely. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the game means nothing to us now, but, you know, that's... Uh... It's typical football that we would turn up and romp to a 3-0 win. Um, as Rovers have been battling away at the bottom of the table, Barnsley have been flying high. Is this what you expected for the season? Um, yes and no. I think that, you know, playoffs would have been a realistic hope because when we came down, we didn't do too bad in the championship. Um, we only went down on the last game of the season and we had a lot of things against us in the season that really shouldn't have been against us. And I'm not going to all that, but... Essentially, we had a decent squad and um, we kept it together when we came down. So I didn't expect us to be anything out of the top six. Did I expect us to have 91 points with one game to go? No way. Absolutely outstanding season for us, to be fair. And you certainly didn't expect to have 91 points and not be promoted going into the final game of the season. No, I did not expect that at all. Obviously, uh, I've done some research and I think the only team not to get promoted on 90 points was Sheffield United in uh, 2011, I think it was. And there was a, a big deal made of that. So if Barnsley don't go up on 91, um, well, any team, if it's Barnsley, Luton or Portsmouth don't go up, it's going to be a travesty for whichever one don't go up. But, you know, <laughs> if, if one of us don't go up on 91 points and us and Luton are on 91, then it's going to be amazing, to be fair, in a bad way. Let's talk a little bit about how Barnsley have been setting up recently. Um, what formation are you playing and do you expect it to be the same at the Mem, unchanged? Uh, yeah, I think it'll be an unchanged team. Um, we lost Jacob Brown, who's one of our wingers, to injury uh, last weekend. But we've got Kiefer Moore, who's our big striker back uh, from injury as well. So it's kind of like a straight, well, not a straight swap, they're different players. But um, I think Kiefer will probably go straight up top. We'll have Corley Woodrow just in behind and we'll play like a, a four. In, four at the back's always set and then four in the middle as well. And then obviously just one in front and then another one straight up top. That's kind of how we play. But sometimes it's a 4-4-2. Sometimes it's more like a 4-4-1-1. And you've got two very good strikers up front, right? In Corley Woodrow and Kiefer Moore. Yes. Um, I think I saw that Grant McCann from Doncaster Rovers said that he thought John Marcus was the best striker in the league. Uh, I think he's one of the best strikers in the league. But um, for me, it's got to be Corley Woodrow and Kiefer Moore are the best two strikers in the league. Uh, and I know I'm biased, but... Cotley <laughs> um, Woodrow really is a championship player at the very least. If you see him play, his finishing's brilliant. He should be in the championship right now. And if he's not, if we don't go up, he definitely will be in the championship next season for me at some point. Because um, I don't, I don't see us keeping him. He's too good. Uh, Keeper Moore is a is a battling ram. He battles for everything, and he's a decent finisher as well. He's not he's not just a big lad. He can finish, uh, and I think he's got nineteen goals. Uh, sorry, Collie's got nineteen goals, and Keeper's got eighteen. Um, so they might be, um, I think the focus is promotion, obviously, but you know, you never know. They might be trying to have a bit of a scoring match at the weekend to see who can finish on the highest goal number. Well, if they are competing for the most goals, it's certainly working at the moment, isn't it? So no complaints there. Um, the strikers always get the get noticed first, but have you got any other star men that, are, that we should keep an eye out for on Saturday? Yeah, well, um, arguably, I think as, as, midfield, as midfielders of um, Cameron McGinn and... Uh, Alex Moore, there are two players who have been outstanding for us this season. Two players who previously couldn't even get into the team. 
uh, in previous seasons, which is amazing, to be honest. But Alex Moat, particularly for me, has been the player of the season. Um, and we're solid at the back. Uh, Ethan Pinnock's been outstanding. He got player of the season. So it shows when, obviously, a team like Barnsley have scored a lot of goals this season. But when your centre-back's still getting the player of the season, it shows he's done really well. Um, and his goalkeeper's not bad as well. Adam Davis has pulled off some amazing saves to keep us in some games. So um, I don't want to sound arrogant, but we're pretty good all over the pitch at the minute. Well, it's impossible to sound arrogant when you're in the automatic promotion spots with one game left. Um, but you're not, you're of course not quite over the line yet. Um, but you're pretty confident, right? You you think it's done. You're going to be. The I one. think it's yeah. I think it's done. I mean, you look at it. Um, we've won the last four. So the last game we lost was at Burton, which is a tough game. Uh, we really have picked up since that game. Gone flying. Obviously, won the two games over Easter, and it's put us in uh, pretty much the driving seat. And I mean, because of Luton's bad form, obviously they've been flying at the top of the league for quite a few months. They've slipped off now. We're on the same points of them. So we could you could easily win the league on Saturday if we get a good result and if they don't. So, you know, I'm Hawksmith are pushing heavy. I think if they win tonight, they'll be just behind us on 90. So it's it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting Saturday evening, to be fair. But I think we're going to do it. Big confidence, big confidence. Um, I would not count on Rovers being the ones that stop it either, to be fair. Um <laughs> Have you, so who can currently go up? I mean, I know when we were in the relegation battle still, I was kind of trying to calculate which teams could go down and it's just, I'm fed up of the math now, frankly. So what's the equation at the top at the moment? Well, you and me both, because I tried to work it out on a Monday morning at 5am when I got up for work. I was trying to work it out to read the news on our radio station and read the sport correctly and figure out what, you know, what was what and how who could go up. Um, I think the basic line, is that obviously we're on Tuesday at the minute. If um, Hawksmith beat Peterborough, uh, then they will be a point below us, I think. So they basically, it's a straight shoot out between us, Luton and Hawksmith. Sunderland pretty much can't go up now unless they were to win 5-0 in both of their games and something drastic was to happen. So uh, the math says that it's probably against Sunderland. I don't think they're going to get automatic now. And I think they knew it from joining to Hawksmith at the weekends. Um, but Pompey, us, Luton, it's just basically two out of three. So we'll see what happens. And who would your two out of three be? Um, it's controversial, but my two out of three would be Portsmouth and Barnsley because um, Pompey, obviously, they were up there early in the season. They obviously had quite a dip, but they seem to be in top form at the minute. They're winning every week. Barnsley are winning every week. Luton, they've been there most of the second half of the season, sitting pretty at the top of the league. And then they've just sort of slipped off, took the foot off the gas this last few weeks. And I think that the fact that they've not been able to just get that one result to get them over the line, they'll be feeling huge pressure this weekend. I mean, to think you were on 91 points or whatever for, you know, and you've been on that, around that amount of points for the last few weeks. And then you start losing games, only managing to scrape draws against teams low in the league. And then suddenly, if you don't win at the weekend, you're not going to go up. So I think they're under the most pressure. I think they'll finish third. That would be quite a twist to finish the season for them, given they uh, they just lost to Burton as well. Um, so you think there's going to be a twist in it? Portsmouth would be a good one to see go up as well, to be fair. so Yeah, it'd be nice to see Pompey up. I think they've, they've been one of the better sides this season. Um, and I think that Kenny Jackett's done a great job with them. I just see them, I can see them beating Peterborough. I think that's a, a full-blown conclusion. I think they will win uh, this midweek game. And then I can't see them lose it. I think they've got Accrington. Um, on Saturday, and even though Accrington are in bad form themselves, I do see them. I think Pompey will get over the line. I think we'll get over the line as well. So I just see Luton getting a draw against Oxford, and that'll be enough to send us two up and keep them down. And if you didn't make the automatic promotion spots, would you fancy your chances in the playoffs? 
No. <laughs> I've been so confident, have I? Have I now? And then I've yeah. shot myself in the foot. Um, but you know what it's like. If you're one of those sides that are battling out for the top two, three, and suddenly you drop out at the last week of the season, the last kick of the game or whatever, it's it's very hard to get the momentum back then to go into the playoffs. And I just think well, if we do end up finishing third, it looks like we'll play Doncaster. Um, and Doncaster being the side that really actually played really well against us in both games. We drew both matches, but both times they played better than we have. So I think that they'll get themselves up for that game, and I think that we'd really struggle to beat them in the playoffs, to be honest. But focusing on the reality, which is that you're going to try and go for the automatic promotion, are you going to be having a promotion party on the bank holiday weekend in Bristol? It would be lovely. Um, I'm hopeful. Uh, but to be fair, mate, I went to Derby last season thinking we were going to have a staying up party and everyone was talking about how we were going to celebrate and it looked like we were in the driver's seat to stay up and then we got battered. So uh, <laughs> to be honest, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to count my chickens, but it would be nice. But the girlfriend says I've got to go to some sort of play the next morning. So uh, <laughs> my head might have to be rocking a little bit for that play. <laughs> I've just... Um... I was going to call it a day there, but I've just remembered something. Um, I was trying to think of players that have played for both Barnsley and Rovers, and I realised that a player that's been a bit of a villain at Rovers this season used to play for you, uh, Stefan Payne. Yes, I thought you might bring him up, to be fair. <laughs> so he's been very good for you, has he? No, no, he's not been. Uh, he's now on loan at Shrewsbury, and we bought him from Shrewsbury uh, last summer. So that kind of says a lot, I think. <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird move with with Stefan. I mean, he came to us from the non-league uh, when we were in the championship and he only made maybe six or seven appearances off the bench. But he didn't look like championship quality whatsoever. Um, he looked like he could probably do it maybe in League Two, uh, but we never thought he was going to do anything. Obviously, then he went to Shrewsbury and I thought he had quite a good season for him last season. I think he scores a few, probably just over a dozen goals, so he didn't do too bad. And then I saw he'd gone to you guys and I thought maybe, maybe he'd be a threat, but um, obviously not. Yeah, I mean, we paid a fee for him. Um, it was a bit of a panic buy, to be honest, by the looks of it. But when when he signed, everyone was quite excited. I mean, he got he got eleven goals for Shrewsbury last season, um, which is pretty good. Um, but it's just not worked here. He scored on his debut, and we thought we had got the target man that we were dreaming of. And then his attitude just—he he was not happy here from the word go. I'm not sure why, but he's, he just seems to have a bit of an attitude about him. So. Yeah, kind of a good riddance on that one, to be honest. And he's gone back to Shrewsbury on loan and he's barely getting in their side and he's only played five games, so no goals. Well, you might need a new striker next season then. We'll let's talk about young lads. We've got some decent young lads coming through, so you can have one of them. <laughs> How kind of you. <laughs> well, um, yeah, very excited for the game on Saturday. Um, well, you're a lot more excited than me, no doubt. Um, good luck to you, but um, you know, in a true Rovers way, I'm sure that now we have nothing to play for, we'll pump you three um, nil. Although I it hope wouldn't surprise me in a true Barnsley way as well, because Barnsley are very well known for doing things like that. Um, I think this team, I'm hoping, I'm going to say and put my neck on the line and say this team's different and they will get over the line. But last season, we when we were in this championship, we basically had Nottingham Forest at home, and if we won that game, we stayed up. We lost three <laughs> nil. And then we went and beat Brentford, who were on an amazing run and weren't losing. We beat them 2-0, even though we were in shocking form. And then, so we all had hope. We all thought, we're going to go to Derby. we just got to get across the line. And then we lost to Derby and got thrashed. So, you know, it, it would be a very ballsy thing to lose on the last game of the season and not get promoted with 91 points. But I'm not going to be negative. No offence. I think we just we'll just narrowly beat you, but only by one goal. Oh, only by one goal. Hopefully it's a 4-3 then. We have had those on the final day of the season before, to be fair, against Millwall. So at least it'll be a fun one to watch. Um, 
Thanks for your time, Joe. You've been a great guest. Uh, where can people that are interested hear the Red All Over show? Well, our show's on um, on Dern FM, which is Barnsley's local radio station. So uh, it's Friday night at six, but we also have a podcast. So we just podcast the show, basically, which is on dernfm.co.uk. Just go to the podcast page and you'll see my ugly mug wearing a Barnsley shirt. You can't miss it. And then you can just have a listen to our thoughts on you guys as well and uh, what we think to the game. Bristol Rovers fans podcast.